0: For just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner. Ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam? Paddle over to clientconnector.app, and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome.
1: Do we have any wrestling fans out there? Well, if you grew up in the 90s, you know the phrase, hey, do you smell what the rock is cooking? Well... This episode, we're going to be talking about things that smell, things that stink, and not in that sense, but more so in the way that we approach our marketing and the way that we are bombarded with messages about different products and services. It is absolutely an inauthentic world out there, and we're going to flip that around in today's episode as we're going to be covering the topic of authenticity. Now in the lead up to the show, I talked about you know smelling things and things that stink. And really I, I was thinking about that, that reference because you know it's a bunch of BS, right? And we know what that stands for. Um, and I'm not gonna throw that in there just because of the rating of the show, but the reality behind this is you probably have done something in your marketing, whether it was digital outreach or email or social media or anything like that, that came across to somebody in that way. Didn't mean that you actually were BSing them. It just meant that the way that it was received was inauthentic. And today's episode, I'd like to dive into kind of two areas about authenticity uh, and talk about my experience with them and, and how I approach those. So, but before we do that, what I want to talk about is, you know, why is this happening? And This is my theory behind this, and this could be correct, it could be wrong, whatever. It's just my theory. The world of digital, the world of marketing, the world of technology is moving at an unprecedented speed. As a business owner, you have a business to run. There's a lot of things that you have to take care of, whether you've got employees, stock, inventory, bookkeeping, all that kind of stuff. And then you've got marketing that comes along in your messaging. And you try to jam that into a short period of time. And ultimately, your goal is to get the most out of that time. So you probably don't take all the steps to build that relationship online uh, to the best of its ability. It is not a conscious decision on your part, so if you're like, hey, that's me, don't feel bad about it, what you can do is think about how can you do this better. So you get people that have this list that they've obtained, whether they're even taking it from, let's say, their QuickBooks, and they import their uh, their client list, and then they blast out this one email for this offer, and it comes across inauthentic and all that kind of stuff. Now, new clients that come along, or prospects that are in that early kind of discovery phase, This is even more important for you because they don't have a previous relationship with you like clients have to understand how you do your business. They are basically judging you on the experience that they receive at that point. So, what do we do about this? Well, the best thing that you can do initially, in my opinion, is to build up authentic review libraries. Now, over the years, There's been a couple of kind of main players in this. You've got Facebook, people are getting Facebook reviews, uh, and then people are getting Google reviews, right? Those are are kind of, in my opinion, the two main ones out there, unless you're in like a specialty field, you know, like like a tourism where you're going to be into like more of the TripAdvisor or Yelp, uh, those type of things, those ones, if they're industry specific, those are the ones you want to go to. You want to be in the place where, where the majority of your potential clients are looking to get the reviews. So you know if you have a, an accommodation or a tourism type business, I'm not going to say strictly pick Google as your main place, right? You're going to want to go to the TripAdvisor because that is where people are going to look for, right? And you want to make sure that you've got those built out. But the one thing you want to avoid doing, and this is something that I see all too often in a business that's looking to start out doing this, is they're saying, hey, I'm going to send an email to my clients, and I'm going to ask them to email me back a review. Eh. Wrong. While they will give you a review in that format, it is the format that is the problem because it in itself is inauthentic. I can say that word. Inauthentic makes you inauthentic. Authentic. There we go. That's what it is. Time twister early in the morning. So, when that happens, how do you get that out there? Well, the only way would be for you to copy and paste that onto your website. And that right there has that BS factor to people. The radar goes off because you could have curated that. Now, by sending them to a platform like TripAdvisor or Google, if you're not in the tourism space, people have to leave their review attached to themselves, right? So if I left your business a review, it would be connected to my Google account and you would see that it was by Sean Wynat and that's the only way it could really happen that way. Okay. So then we take those reviews and we embed them on the website. Now, if you don't have a tool like we recommend and use Nice Job, um, and I'll send you a link to that uh, in the notes for the show, highly recommend, we'll talk about that in a second, why I like that, but... What this will do is it'll actually display the review with that person's authentic you know, connection there. It's not going to give their contact information, but it's going to have their name. And if they've got their, their photo on there, it'll have that as well. Um, but it is absolutely more authentic. And by having reviews, what is happening? You are actually making it easy for your prospects to do their research before they decide to either contact you or do business with you. Because here's how the journey from a prospect to a client works. First, they identify that they have a problem. This is before you even come into the picture. So, you know, let's say we'll use the marketing space, small business marketing space, which is what I'm in. You know, a business owner says, okay, you know what, they, they feel something in their business, they need more clients or they wanna be online better, they need a video or whatever. Depending on what that is, something has been identified within themselves and they are becoming aware of that. Now they are going to start to look for a solution. Well, the first thing that they are going to do is they are going to ask a trusted advisor. Who would that be? Could be a, you know, a fellow business person, a family member, a friend. Hey, you know what? Do you know any good marketing companies in the area? That's the first thing they're going to do. So if you're in that local space in your business, you want to be known, so you want to have a lot of awareness out there, um, and you want to be making sure that you give great experiences because those recommendations are going to be key, and in most cases, that's what they will take first, right? So if they're like, hey, you know what, you should check out Sean at Blue Cow Marketing, I hear he's really good, something like that, Um, you know what, what they're going to do is now they're going to go online and they're going to Google your business name. And the first thing that they're going to see is the right hand side, the Google Places listing. If you don't have your Google Places listing, I guarantee you should be doing that because it's going to help you be found and it's also going to help this stage in the in the game. But in there is going to be reviews. And the next thing they're going to do is they're going to click on the reviews. Cause they want to see if the reviews are there first, if they wanna see, but they wanna see what other people's experiences are. Now, based on the reviews, if they're good or great, they will then go check out the website. They may still go to the website even if there aren't any reviews there because a friend recommended them, but the reviews are absolutely going to put them into a better mindset when they come and look at your website. And then they decide if they wanna contact you and so forth. Now, if it came from a friend recommendation, the higher chance that they're actually going to follow through to at least contact you. Now, if there was no recommendation there and they're going online and they're looking for, you know, let's say plumbing company. We'll do that because, you know, in our space there, there is not a lot of local marketing companies, but, you know, plumbing there is. So, they're going online, and they're looking like plumbing plumbers near me or plumbers in insert town name whatever, right? So, now we're going to see a list of of plumbing companies that are there. In most cases, what Google does is it will index those service providers and it will list, I think, three or five at the top and it will show their Google um, review rating. The one with the most stars, the one with the most ratings, are the first ones that people are going to look at because they're the most valid for consumer recommendations and authenticity, right? The ones with zero, they're like, well, maybe they're not doing so much business or they just don't, you know, people aren't wanting to give them reviews, right? There's little things that are happening inside uh, to that. So this this is why this is key. The other thing is, even if they check your website, you want to also have those reviews on the website, not copy and pasted, but embedded in a way or with a tool like NiceJob that will allow you to do that and allow people to see that. Now if you want to see that in action, if you go to bluecowmarketing.ca, scroll down, I have the widget from my nice job account embedded there. And then my client reviews are there. Um, and there's photos and, and images. Now with NiceJob, it allows you to build kind of that story where I can actually upload, you know, a profile picture or a picture of the project with it. And you'll see that in the images that are there because a lot of people don't have their photo associated with, with their Google account when they're leaving the reviews. Now, when you are asking for reviews, when should you do this? Now, this is, this is my theory behind this, and this has worked actually quite well for me. It is not the moment that you give them what they are buying, right? It is not, you know, you deliver, uh, you know, a, a, a heat pump install, right? Or, you know, you come and do a plumbing job. You don't leave at that moment and be like, hey, leave me a review. Because what you want to have happen is you want to give the person time to experience or enjoy what it was or decompress from the experience of that, Right? That's the key thing. Now with us, we just delivered a website project for a client um, and you know, the previous experience they had was very clunky uh, and we made it quite smooth for them and we got their new website up and everything and helped them you know navigate hurdles of, of you know, not the greatest uh, hosting service providers and all that kind of stuff, right. So we delivered it. It's been up for, I say about two weeks. Um, we sent the final invoice uh, to them, they paid it and then, we asked for the review now a lot of this can be automated if you listen to this podcast content amplification i am a big fan of automation and by using tools again like nice job and there are many out there i'm not going to say that nice job is the only one it's just the one that we use the one that i am um, you know an affiliate for and i truly believe in but there are many out there uh, that can ask for reviews but we have it integrated with our quickbooks so the moment that an invoice is paid, then a review request will go out and ask for them to leave a review. Now they can leave it in Facebook on the app, they can leave it in Google, they can leave it right on Nice Job. if they don't have one of those two accounts because there are people that don't have Facebook accounts and there are people that just don't um, you know, believe in Google, believe it or not. So that is one of the key things with that platform that I absolutely love is the ability to do that. So getting reviews, Absolutely a must do. I want to interrupt this episode for just a second to thank our sponsor of the podcast, eWebinar. eWebinar is an amazing platform to host an evergreen webinar that feels like a real live webinar. And if you want to find out more and get a special offer, go to bluecowmarketing.ca slash eWebinar as well We also want to thank KEEP. KEEP is an amazing tool that allows you to automate a lot of things in your business. I've been using KEEP for over 12 years in my personal business and I couldn't go a day without it. If you want to find out more what KEEP can do for your business, go to bluecowmarketing.ca slash KEEP demo, that's K-E-A-P demo, and you will see a five-minute recorded demo there. You can see everything that it can do for you and your business. Now. Let's get back to this episode. Now, the second thing that you want to look at to be authentic uh, is how you approach outreach to people. I'm doing a lot of work lately in the LinkedIn space. Um, You know, my belief in a B2B type of platform where Facebook uh, used to be a great way to do that, uh, has, has since been kind of squashed. Uh, I've lost some faith in Facebook, and that's for you know personal reasons, uh, with, with just the way that the company is going. Now, this works very well for a lot of people um, and all the power to you for that. For me personally, LinkedIn has been a space in the last six months that I've really put a, a lot more focused attention on. Now, with that, if you've been on LinkedIn, you probably get those messages from people that are just like, boom, like a whole big almost like a a letter in your inbox is the first message now this is very inauthentic i i don't like it i don't read them i delete them there's not a way to do that uh, in a way with that much content on the very first outreach uh that doesn't feel right so what i have been experimenting with is a shorter first message, uh, to people, uh, and what I'm going to be doing and testing out more recently with my business, because as you know, if you've been a listener of the show, I am a keep certified partner. And my goal in 2023 is to help 50 small businesses get more time back in their business. Uh, for their personal life, Uh, and by doing that, we're going to implement automation, uh, CRM tool, keep, uh, and, and put that marketing automation in place. Now, I want to reach out to other small businesses on LinkedIn, and I want to share that story with them and basically just say, hey, you know what? Here's what I'm doing. You might be a fit, and if you are, then perfect. Let's have a conversation. I am not going to push somebody into something that they don't want, they don't need, and I ultimately am not going to be able to deliver and get them a result. Looking at that first part of the episode about reviews, we have a lot of great reviews, five-star reviews that you see online. And I want to keep that. And the only way to do that is to work with the right people and to work with the right businesses that are able to help you keep that because you're going to deliver a great product, a great service if it is a right fit. So how am I going to do this? It's not going to be like, hey, check out my new ebook or do this kind of stuff. Because ultimately, people initially will look at that ebook in the message and be like, hey, that sounds cool. I'm going to go opt in for it. But very few people actually go and consume that. So here's my approach and I'm going to test this out and in a future episode, you'll probably hear um, how this is gonna go and I'm actually gonna document it on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash bluecowmarketing. I'm gonna do a video about this because I'm gonna build out the whole campaign, the whole process and record the whole thing and show you how it's all done. So here's my theory. I'm gonna first use a tool like you know Meet Alfred, that's one that I've used, uh, which is gonna allow me to, to find you know, the set group of people. So I'm looking for small business owners owners in Canada or US, <clears throat> excuse me, um, who have been in business for at least, you know, at three to five years plus, um, they have under 10 employees. Um, you know, I want to talk to the CEO or the founder or the the, the owner of the company. Um, and I'm going to reach out to them. And I'm basically going to, to ask them a question. I don't know what the initial question is going to be, um, but it's not going to talk about the product or service. Right? I want to figure out a qualifying question that is not, hey, do you need help with your marketing? Right, That is not a qualifying question. Right, I want to open a discussion with them. Right, My key factor is I want them to reply to me. I do not want them to reply to a bot. I do not want them to reply to automation. I will use automation to reach a large amount of people with that initial authentic question because the question needs to not be bait. Right? Now, you're listening to this, you're like, it sounds like bait, but no, the reality is I want to start a conversation because if I can give them advice, if there is a problem that they have or a a, you know, a, a hurdle that they're up against, they, even if I know my solution can't fix it, I still want to figure out a way to help them because that's the kind of person that I am. I want to help people overcome those challenges, but if I feel that they could benefit from working with me and getting Keep set up in their business and they're, you know, building out their marketing automation, I'm going to mention that to them. I'll be like, you know what? I've actually decided to do a project where I want to help 50 small businesses. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and you know, I, I utilize marketing automation, this type of stuff. Obviously, the wording has not, you know, been put together. But I have a link that has a video that's going to explain a bit more about it. And I would love you if you would. You know, check it out, right? No sales on there, basically just check it out. And what's going to be on this website page, on our website, Blue Cow Marketing, is it's going to have a video that I'm going to create, and it's only going to be used for this LinkedIn outreach. And I'm going to start the video and be like, hey, thank you so much for clicking the link that I sent you in our LinkedIn message. I want to take about five to seven minutes and explain a bit more about what I was talking about. That right there is a handoff that makes sense because if you've talked to somebody on LinkedIn and they send you a link and you got there and they reference that, you know that this is the, the process that they have built for this, right? And I'm going to explain it and I'm going to say, here is what I would like you to consider, right? Not here's what I want you to do, right? Here's what I want you to consider. If anything I said in this video resonates with you, if you're at least a bit curious to learn a bit more, let's book some time together because I want to get to know more about you and your business to see if I can help you overcome any of those things, right? Again, still no level of commitment, not buy this kit, buy this package or whatever. My process is I need to talk to them one-on-one. That is not talking to them in a chat through LinkedIn, that is not through Messenger, that is not through text, I want to see their face through a Zoom call, Google Hangout, Google Meet, whatever they call it now, but that is the purpose behind that. From there, then you can do your sales close, right? This is my authentic process that I want to test out and see if this is going to work. Now, I'm sure people have also tried this before, but I have not. I've tried a lot of the different things about, hey, go to this sales page or go to this, you know package or do this or buy this ebook or download this free thing or whatever the case is and then drip them out and nurture if they're not interested right i have a backup offer it's okay that you're not interested in this you know what? i still would like to provide you an immense amount of value so what i'm going to recommend is if i'm able to add you to my email list because i'm always creating content that business owners just like you would find valuable and may be able to help you in certain situations that come in the future, would that be okay? They say yes or they say no, completely up to them. If they say yes, I add them to the list and then I'm starting to build that relationship by giving them content, right? It is not a list that I'm going to spam them with sales offers and promotions. I'm delivering upon it authentically exactly as I promised to them because this is what's going to happen. They are going to receive that and they're gonna be more open to it because you've already had that relationship and that connection with them. And down the road, when something happens in their business and they need a service provider or a solution that you can provide, they're going to think of you. This just happened to me this week. Six years ago, I was called by an HVAC company, a local HVAC company, and said, hey, I need some help with my marketing. You know, we need a new website, uh, or we need a website. I don't think they had one at that point. Uh, So I went in, I built them a website. um, And at that point, I was really kind of you know, eager on the keep side. And I was like, here's what you need to do. We need to build this automation and we need to do this. And, you know, when you go out and install a heat pump, you should have some automation to, you know, give them education about how to use it after the fact. And then a year later, automation that comes in and says, hey, you know, in the next month, you should have a cleaning, you should book a cleaning, all this kind of stuff, right? Had this play, big plan and vision. And they basically were like, no, we're not ready for that. That's too much, right? Now, at the point, I was like, What? Like, this is what you need. This is exactly what you need. Right. And I was like, these guys don't get it. Right. They're just like, they just, they're not going to succeed. Well, they went and they grew their business and it went, you know, from let's say three guys and two trucks. Now they're at like 15 people and I think like nine trucks or 12 trucks on the road. I got a call six years later, which was last week, um, from a lady working in the office and said, Hey, you know what? The business owner would love you to come in and talk to you about their marketing because. When you came in first, they weren't ready. Now we are ready. I went in, I sat down with them and they are like, you know, exactly what you were talking about six years ago. We are ready now. We want to do this. We understand it. And we wanted you because we knew you had the experience. Now, that was because I did not keep trying to sell them after, right? I kept content coming out that they saw. They saw me in the community, and they saw that I was there staying in that space, helping people out, and they wanted that help. That is the other thing when it comes to that kind of BS meter where people don't want to subscribe to a list because a newsletter is implying that it is about you, right? It is something where you are telling them what you are doing, why you are awesome, and why you should be done business with a list or let's say, um, you know, you give it a, a, a fancy name, right? You know, give it a almost like a productized name, right? It could be, you know, the, you know, the monthly marketing minute or the, you know, whatever it is for your business. But that thing that they are going to be added to, right? It could be a network, right? You can use that word network. I'm just kind of thinking of a word here. But that network is a value to them because what they're going to get by being on that is blank, X, Y, Z, whatever it is that you determine that, right? Don't be going out there and telling people you're going to add them to your newsletter. Nobody wants to be part of a newsletter. They want help. They want to be part of something that is going to benefit them. Does it make sense? I hope so. So in recap, reviews, number one, you need to be getting reviews. You need to be sending people to a place where they can authentically be captured and then you can embed that. Again, nice job. Look at the comment or the the show notes for this or or wherever you're watching this or listening to this. There's a link to my link with nice job. Go ahead, click on that. It is my affiliate link, so I do make a small commission off it. It it actually uh, helps me keep the show going. Uh, Those type of things which are very beneficial. So show some love that way. Highly recommend them. Um, Great company. Um, So get those reviews. Get them on the website. And then when it comes to outreach and your marketing, be extremely authentic. Try to engage in a conversation. It's going to take a little bit of time initially. Now, this may not be the right approach for you if you are selling a product, Right? Like you sell wicker baskets or you sell, you know, what collars for dogs, right? You probably don't need to engage in a conversation. You probably have an e-commerce platform where you can send people to, and they can buy, but if you are a service provider, you are a coach, a consultant, an accountant, uh, a financial professional, whatever that conversation is 100% absolutely needed in today's age to cut through that BS meter and be authentic. So. In closing, thank you so much for listening. If you got a comment, question, send it to me. You can do so at hello, H-E-L-L-O at bluecowmarketing.ca and I will reply to each and every message that comes through. If you love the show, like it, rate it, review it, do all that stuff that your, your platform requires uh, to show that love and help us out. Thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day growing your business. Now, I'm a strong believer in practicing what you preach. Thank you for listening to this episode. I mentioned keep in this episode. I also mentioned about being authentic. And what I want you to do is if you are at a place in your business where a lot of your marketing content is in different places, you've got spreadsheets, you've you got contacts that are in your QuickBooks, you know, you're know, you using your own email to reach out to people, and really you're just feeling disjointed, you need to check out a platform that I recommend keep K-E-A-P, and I made it quite simple for you. You can just go to this link. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to sign up for anything. I've embedded a five-minute demo of the tool on this page. Just go to bluecowmarketing.ca slash keepdemo, K-E-A-P-D-E-M-O. As soon as you go there, you'll see that uh, on the page, and you'll be able to watch that demo If you want a trial of it, 14-day free trial, there's a button below that. You can sign up for that. If you want to talk or ask questions with me specifically, below that button is an embedded calendar where we can book a free 30-minute consult together where we can talk about it and how it could potentially work in your business. Again, not trying to sell you on something that you don't need or feel you don't need, but if you feel that there is something missing in your marketing, in your organization of your marketing, in your organization of your business, you need help getting text, sending text messages to clients, doing invoicing, doing quotes, all that kind of stuff. All that is part of Keep. Check it out: BlueCowMarketing.ca/keep/demo.